Coming through on 96.7 FM, this is PWU Podcast. You can get us via iTunes, Busbrot, Vital Wigan, and of course, Jesus Was a Wiganer. It's a PWU Podcast radio show out on the week, out on the town this week as the crew celebrate the Christmas dinner. How are you doing? Cheers. We're in the Springfield Hotel because we've been booted out of the uh, studio because some people are having a words contest tonight, whatever that means, I am not sure. Anyway, we're here tonight and we've got Jack. How are you doing, Jack? I'm fine, thank you very much. I'm going to come to you first in a moment because you went to Millwall on Sunday, didn't you? I did. Have you recovered? Yes, yes, just about. Have you? Because it wasn't Sunday, it was Saturday. It was indeed, yes. Yeah, so I've got that wrong. Anyway, <laughs> this beer. Ching, ching. Dan, how are you doing? Terrible indeed. Yeah. So far. So far. You sent me a, a, a direct message on, on Twitter offering me a fight, and I thought it was a spam, but you assured me it was a real request. Yes, we're going <laughs> to have it out right now. Come on. <laughs> Oof. Okay. You win. See, that's for cussing my joke out last week. Welcome, yeah. man. Right. <laughs> Gareth, how you doing? Feeling good, thank you very much. Good. good. Mick? Oh, you're like me, you're suffering from illness, and that's why I'm a bit manic this evening. No, I'm not, I'm alright, mate. Fits as much as dog. You don't sound this all week yet. Shut up. <laughs> Paul, are you doing? I'm alright, I'm glad I'm here and not the book cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't catch him. Words don't go easy. <laughs> don't let them catch you here saying that. If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't they paint you? The words was never sure. Do you have come to know? Anyway, words. See the words competition. The words. Is it, is you could be there. Just a posh way to say the spelling contest. <laughs> I don't know the clue. Sounds really boring to me. Paul's right. Right, Jack. You went down to Millwall, down to the New Den. First of all, is it intimidating? Yes, actually. Not in, in, not in the sense that you actually feel like you're going to get set upon, but it's just got that. I don't know whether it's more the reputation of the place and the reputation of the club and the history. Was Danny Dyer there? I don't think so. He's probably prepping for his role in EastEnders. Uh, I imagine But no, it just has that sort of underlying sort of. You always get a bit nervous around there. I think it's more the reputation, the history that they've got down there, than actually feeling physically scared of anything that might happen. I mean, there's a lot of police about, so they are all quite on top of what might be a problem. But yeah, it's. it's not a place I'd want to go back to in a hurry, let's be honest. So great setup for us though, isn't it? I mean, we, we kicked off, well, they kicked off and uh, we knocked the ball out for a corner and... Oh, it was, it was ridiculous, it just didn't start at all. You know, we had a couple of warnings in the first minute or so and, yeah, didn't clear the corner and fell to Morrison and he put it in. Yeah. Game plan out the window. I, I saw it uh, on TV, I've seen the replay and I thought... Um, when the initial corner came across, I thought it was a foul on Boyce. Yeah, I, I, I noticed you said that, and then I watched, saw that on the hard. So, but Boyce and none of the team seemed to really kick off about it. They all just seemed to sort of shrug the shoulders and didn't really seem that bothered about it, which surprised me because it didn't look like a foul on Boyce. It didn't look like he was climbing all over him. But. So, the rest of that half and the first half, did we come into it at all? Or? No, it was just very much too. At the, 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 on the day, two very poor sides, just not really doing a great deal. We didn't really show it to us. Didn't show at all. Second half they went two up. Yeah, yeah, again, it was, it was annoying because that second half, we, we, we improved a little bit, but we just didn't seem, there was no sort of fight or desire at all, and I'm talking about on the pitch and off the pitch, you know, the whole sort of squad was just very sort of like, almost like going through the motions, there was no real fight and real desire to get back, you know, we actually created fewer chances in the second half than we did in the first, and yeah, and you know, you could see the second goal, not coming, but you just knew that we were probably going to get done on the break. And Jimmy and Easter, weren't it? Yeah, it yeah. It only been a few moments. And 
Yeah, and he, in fairness, it was tidy finish to, you know, from him on the break, but uh, yeah, it was annoying because you know we'd stayed in it for quite a while and. You know, it left Ramis in his way, didn't it? He, he, Ramis looked like he was tired by the stage. I don't know if, if you felt that watching it. Again, it's, it's another game. I don't know whether it's rustiness or it's, it, that's probably what it is. But it just—it was another game where I think he, he struggled at times. And yeah, I think that is because he's been out for a while. But you know, he needs to get. And that was something that I think you know undid Coyle was the fact that he you know he brought in Ramis and. I just sort of think, well, why? Why did he disrupt a, a reasonably settled defence? I mean, it just surprised me now that Ramis can't be shifted, and you've got players like Shotton and Rodner on the bench who can't get a look in anymore. And I don't see why. It just seems bizarre, especially when you know when Barrow decided to start with Chris McCann as centre back. I can't believe it when he, when, you know, you saw the, the team. Yeah, that was a like, strange one. You thought he was going to go four at the back, but then he put McCann at left centre back. He thought, what on earth was that about? It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. The problem is when you've got a squad, you're always going to be able to find players that you're thinking, why is he not getting the game? Not famously Espinosa in <laughs> three weeks when Espinosa has a bad game, everybody going, why can't Ben Watson go to bloody game? Mm-hmm. And you just, it, it's a dead easy way to whinge at the fact that you're not happy about what's going on on the day. Yeah, and a uh, little bit of light on the day though, as Jimmy needs to put the ball in the back of the net, we picked it up into the centre circle, kicks off and... MacArthur scored an absolute screamer. Well, he didn't really, did he? Yeah, no. He was a scuffed I mean, we, we couldn't believe it when it went in at the time when it managed to find its way in. I couldn't believe it. We, we scored an away goal. Did that not annoy you? I mean, we're hitting the target and they're getting past the keeper. You know, why not hit the target more often? We need to start putting our boots on the other feet, don't we? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah MacArthur off balance on his left foot. He managed to yeah, scuff exactly. it in. Scuff them all in. So, what was the fans' reaction at the end of the game? Were they. No, it was just. Yeah, they were they, Millwall fans seemed quite happy, but the Wigan fans, it was only like 145, I think I saw, which is to be, uh, to be expected, I suppose, with all the um, you know, all the people going away this week to Maribor. So. Yeah. But no, it, it, it seemed to be a sort of, I don't know, it's hard to say, really, I think there was a lot of optimism before the game, you know, Rosler sitting in the stands and everything, I think that just sort of sucked away when you saw how sort of lacking in confidence the whole team where I think they all thought he's got a massive job on his hands here. So how much influence do you think Rosler had on the starting lineup in that game even though it wasn't officially unveiled yet? Next to nil I'd say. I'd, I'd, you know, they, they, I, I, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for a really spirited positive performance where they would you know, they'd see him up in the stands and they'd think right I'm going to go out and impress the manager but it just didn't translate like that at all. It just it was just a massive lack of confidence in the team, lack of belief and it was like they, it was like they weren't even registering he was there. Like they weren't even registering that they they were playing potentially for a place in, on you know t- tomorrow night and on Thursday and, and potentially for the Bolton game on Sunday. It was, it was very very disappointing. So they're just a point behind us now, aren't they, Millwall? Gareth, I think so. Just a point behind us in the table. They yeah. Put, yeah. They're seventeenth on twenty-one and we're fourteenth on twenty-two. So. As Jack says, we've got a new man coming, Rosler. He's got a bit of a bit of a, um, I'll say a problem, but he's, he's got something on his hands and he needs to sort out quickly. Mm. So, well, he's got time though, hasn't he? He's got time now. He's coming up to uh, what is it now? We've got is it three games now before we actually start playing the return fixtures? So we're not quite halfway through the year. So he's got half a season to sort things out. And he's coming in at a good time. It's coming in at a good time for me, which is. Uh, you know, just before Christmas, it's when uh, teams begin to settle settle down, and I'd rather see uh, a change at the top now rather than in the new year, because at least now he's got the transfer window to play around with. 
but he's, he's got that time to embed himself into it and get the players used to what he wants and then we've got some crucial games ahead of us now where we can go at it full pelt Right, so last week, I mean, we, 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 we was almost nailed on that uh, Rosler was going to come in. How happy are we all that he's actually coming down? Like, he's screwed uh, your face well, up a little bit there. I'm just happy that we've got somebody else other than Coyle because I thought, I went from thinking, oh, he's an alright manager, Coyle, to thinking, he's absolutely terrible by the time he'd been sacked. So, just getting a new face in, anybody, just a new attitude towards things. Did you know it's exciting you though? I mean, look at his record. Oh, Rosler? Yeah. Do we have Rosler's record here? Well, I can tell you now, he's managed Lillestrom, he's managed at Viking, he managed Mould, and then he moved over to Brentford, he's done well at Brentford. He's played 136 games at Brentford, which is 140 under, sorry, I tell a lie, he's 160 under 40. So what's Only losing 36. His win percentage is... Yeah, it's nearly 50%, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think the record's a bit more mixed, but I think the fact that you've got somebody who's got a philosophy, a way of playing, a way of playing that's going to be appealing to the supporters, and a whole top-down, full-club philosophy. I mean, where Jonathan Jackson reiterating stuff about youth development, um, it, it all just points back in the right direction. For me, compared to where it was previously, uh, his interview on on uh, Monday was was quite refreshing. I thought he was he sounded very positive about he knows exactly what he wants to do, but he's also said it's not going to happen overnight, Gareth. I heard a, a radio small snippet of a radio interview today where he said it's not going to happen overnight. He said, but he's fortunate to have the next few weeks, the December where he can have a look at the squad, have a look what's needed, and if he needs to go into the transfer window, then he will do. So, you know, he's got a good few weeks ahead of him to hopefully book things up. Well, I, I think his opinion is that generally he's got a, an underperforming squad, and if he gets the squad performing, it's not about who he can buy. He's, he's, if you get the squad performing, you'll be in a, a, a much better position right from the off. Did you see the interview, mate? What he did on on uh, at the Latics at all? No, I've not. No, no. I've, I've, read, I've read various press things and stuff like that. Well, I watched it, and he mentioned about January, and he mentioned about the transfer window, and Dave Whelan was signed. It was Jonathan Jackson, Dave Whelan, and UV Rosler, <laughs> and immediately he mentioned signings. Somebody in the uh, press gang turned to Dave Whelan and said, "Is there going to be money made available?" And what a sidestep Whelan did. He was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. It was the old, you know, oh, somebody got a flat tyre out on the car park. He really changed the subject. It, it was a class move. Absolute class. I don't know if anybody else saw that. I have, I have seen the interview, yes. See, well, the thing is, though, that's, you know, like a month away, isn't it, when we're going to start buying plays and that. What we need to do is just put, uh, put a stop to our losing trade. We need to stop losing matches. Now, that's his first, that's his first major concern cut the losses, then he's got time to actually start piecing together the team he wants and the formation he wants, to get the players playing the style of football he wants. And I think he, he's going he's to take a little bit of time, but this is what I was saying earlier on, we've actually got that on our side now. By making an appointment now, at this particular point of the season, he's now got the time to readjust, put a stop to the losses, readjust the team, and then build. I don't know whether there's... Um, promotion in it for us or not, but hey, 
We're not even halfway through the season. No, we're running our points off, aren't we? Yeah. Are we? Gareth? With the game in hand, anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. Let's, let's load it up on Saturday. There's an awful lot of points to play for. Yeah. Uh, 27 games left. Right? 46 we play. So. Yeah. You string a couple of results together, like Derby's proved. I mean, you're in the mix then straight away, aren't you? Yeah. The thing is, you're coming off a set of players that are utterly demoralised. And I think once you put that together, you suddenly, you know, it, it becomes a whole different game. I, I mean, you you look at what what we did, and, and I was, I, I can't believe I'm going to do this because when when they were doing that press conference and all Wheeling kept banging on about was Roberto all this, Roberto all that. Mm. You go back two years, we had a team that lost eight games on the bounce. We got to the January window. And we had a number of people that said he just but he must believe in what he's got. Another number of people that said he hasn't got a clue because he's not brought anybody in. As it happened, they ignored the fact that he brought in Jambos as you're right at the start of the window. And basically that same team went on to paste anybody and everybody in the division. Same set of blokes. So it, so much of it's upstairs. And I think the you know the tiredness will go. You know, the, there's a basic level of fitness that's in your legs and there's a level of fitness that's in your head you know, and the fitness that's in the head will will come in the next couple of weeks because we're on an even boss. keel yeah. with the rest of the division as well yeah. aren't we because we've got the same matches new boss you know, every, everybody's been in a workplace where the boss is a bit of a tosser and you go to work and you can't be bothered and then you've also been in a workplace where you've got a good boss and you're going to work and you're happy and you work harder yeah, it's quite. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see in the next few weeks. What's your impressions, Jack of Rosler? Are you uh, excited by his uh, arrival? Yeah, I, th I think so. Yeah, but you know, I'd like to see if he, you know, he's, he can live up to what he managed to achieve at Brentford. And yeah, I, mean, I don't know if we'll, we'll need um, many players, and whether it's just about you know getting the confidence levels up and getting the belief back in the team. Because, like I said, you know, some of the players, the way they performed, you know, they've got better in them. You, you just know that they have. You know, players like Bosjor and McManaman and McLean and Holt, especially. You know, all those four, especially, I think, are the main four that you look at and think, you know, we need a lot more out of you. And I think they could, they've got a lot more in them. And if you can get more out of the players, which is something. Coyle did seem to struggle to do is to get a lot out of the players on a consistent basis. And if Rosler can get that out of them, then I think we'll do all right. I think we'll pick mm. up a few results in the next few weeks. I would agree with that. I think the squad that we've got right now, but for maybe the addition of another attacker, could potentially get us up into the top six. I still believe that. Top six, Gareth. Aspirations. Is he right, Dan, with those aspirations, do you think? I think he is, as we said before, we're nine, nine points off the playoffs. You know, a lot of games to play for. Possible. It's a possibility. And we've got to believe, as Paul keeps saying, we've got to believe. To believe. You know, get the belief back. The most important thing about Uwe Rosler, can I just say one thing? His CV doesn't say sacked by Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> so we automatically yeah. love it. Well, actually, his CV doesn't say sacked by anyone. Yeah. He's never been sacked, has he? Alright. Like Marcinus, never mm. been sacked. Oh, but it, it must be an awful, awful. Stressful job being a manager because the last time we saw a photograph of you there, Rosler, he had a full head of hair. Yeah, he looks a different fella, doesn't he? He looks a different fella. He does. But he looks, he looks like a manager, doesn't he? He looks smart. He's, he, 
He's got the cut. I know. I know. Jack is slapping. This is slime digger, Kyle. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> slime digger at all because you've got to project that professionalism. Surely you've got to yes. project it. Yeah. And, and, and if we definitely, you think it's, you, I suppose you lead us to the fact that if we're sitting laughing at Kyle and how he dresses, and surely the players there think you look like an idiot. Man. Yeah. You look like an absolute idiot. How can I respect you when you dress like that? Krispy Kreme and Iron Brew, is it? <laughs> Krispy Kreme and Iron Brew. Do <laughs> what? So that uh, Mario was giving him stick, wasn't he? Mario Melcher. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. <laughs> he was. I saw that first hand. <laughs> yeah, ex-players always like to rub the salt in the wound, don't they? But he's got, got a lot of art as Mario. Mm. Anyway, mate, we're off to uh, we're off to Maribor in the Europa League. So that's the next thing we're going to look at. Are we going to qualify? In a word. I don't know. a word. That was a in a word. Yes or no? In a word. Pressing you now. In a word. Yes. Yes. But it's You're not more faith than me. No, but it's not just down to us, though, is it? No. Exactly. So, are we going to win tomorrow? Yes. Are we going to qualify? No, because yeah. he makes a shrugging shoulders. <laughs> so, do you think you think we, he's going to put a team? Because all the all I going to win tomorrow. Everything I've read about. What Rosal's been saying is focused on Sunday, and Thursday is, is a bit of a inconvenience because he's saying we're leaving players at home for different reasons. My main concern is Sunday. Of course, I want the team that I put out to put a good performance on for the supporters who's travelled all that way. I mean, we're, we're taking over 800 fans tomorrow, Bob. You know my philosophy. My philosophy has always been: it's the next game. It's not the one around the corner. It's not the one next week. You're right, it's not the one for the league or the FA Cup. No one takes priority over the other. It's your next game. And the next game we've got is Maribor away in the cup. We've got to win it. We have to go and win it. And he's got to plan to win that. So the strategies he's employed in leaving players behind, he's done it for a reason. And that reason is, one, he can't take some because of the band. Others yeah, James are, McLean. They're not going to make an impact for him. They're not going to make Grabs an impact holes. for him. He's told him to stay behind and get himself fit. Correct. So... You know, he's taking, work on, work on it. he's taking his best team, isn't he? Yeah. Or who he sees as his best team. Mm. So it's going to be interesting because them lads who turn out on the park tomorrow are going to be the ones who are going to get the first opportunity to show the new gaffer what they can do. And it's going to be a good experience. I think the 800 people who have paid good money to get there will be in for a treat tomorrow night. I really do. I hope so. I just hope we go into the game with a nothing to lose attitude, you know, because that's essentially what we haven't, we haven't, we haven't got anything to lose, so just like to see them go on and express themselves a bit and, you know, even if, it, even if it's not p perfect, even if there's a few mistakes in there, I'd just like to see just something to give the supporters a bit of a lift really, because, yeah, cause it's not even in our hands, so I don't see, I don't see what we've got to lose by trying to win the game, even if we've got a, a scratch squad out there, and, yeah, I'm just a bit, I'm, just, I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm a bit hopeful that we can go out there and Produce something. Yeah, this could potentially be our last European game in a long while, and it's going to go. One, I keep mentioning this. Every Euro game, it's going to go down in history. If we're going Athletic, forget all that rubbish. It's a fantastic opportunity to have a proper training game, get some of your <laughs> philosophies across, and be ready for Bolton on Sunday. It's also a fantastic opportunity. For Wigan Athletic to score the first away European goal because as yet we haven't managed it and I'd like to do it tomorrow night. That's a good point, I guess. It's something I, I haven't even thought about. Yeah, that is a really good point. Isn't Nick Paul the leading goal scorer in the group as well? Yeah, it's not it? Yeah. So, uh, chances are. 
Yeah, we could do that. So, Maribo, have we enjoyed the, the Euro experience? That's oh, yes. the thing, isn't Undoubtedly. it? Undoubtedly, yeah. I think it's been fantastic, yeah. absolutely brilliant. I've loved it, loved it. Yeah, I mean, and I know you had a fantastic trip to Belgium, Paul, didn't you? Because you yeah. saw, you took in some other sites as well, didn't you? You yeah. made a, a detour. A detour, got detour a bit of history as well. The, uh, war fields, yeah. You did. Right, anyway, let's uh, move on from Maribo. And on Sunday, we've got the guys from over the hill coming down. Bolton. I mean, they're probably thinking it's a pity only Kyle's gone because there's nothing better than to rub his nose into it and perhaps get him sacked. But unfortunately for them, he has gone and they're as crap as we are. Uh, it, I think it's going to be a, a good game, this Jack. I really do. Yeah, because I think is it, you could argue that Bolton are quite similar to us in the sense that they've got arguably a good set of championship players and that they should be doing better with, you know, that they shouldn't be losing the amount of games that they, they have done. I mean, it's weird because Dougie Friedman's come in and he took a while to get him going last season then they've almost finished in the playoffs and, and this season it's the same they've really struggled for a, a while now and then they've started to pick up a bit over the last few weeks so maybe he's getting them going again but obviously I hope that uh, you know the, the bats are uh, underperforming ways on Sunday hopefully and uh, I don't know if you know Dan in their team they've got Dan playing for them oh Scott and Dan yes no not Scott and Dan Neil Dance Neil Dance ah ok he play, he's already played against us what's this season he was on loan at Middlesbrough. Is it not cup tied or something then? Or but league tied? It's not league tied, cup tied or anything else tied up. Uh, but I think he's a good player. He's, he, he's always a player that I've admired. I remember seeing him at Palace when, when we were looking at Moses and I thought, this damn fella. What position does he play? He's like an attacking wide player type. Attacking, fortune, more fortunate style, and, uh, but he set up one of the borough goals against us, if you remember. And uh, one for me and you here, Dan, the referee on, on Sunday is an old oh, friend no. of ours, and um, I'd like to post it up now that he's a <laughs> first class referee and he's good at taking letters down. And he likes to deliver a card or two. <laughs> Any idea who it might be? I have no idea, Barry. Who on earth could that be? Come on, Dan, you know. He's popular this time of year. Postman Paul. Santa Claus. It is our old friend, Kevin Friend. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It'll be a good thing. Gareth, have you got any stats for us on the old Bolton Latics? And uh, well, it's going to be a bit of form. Our last six games, Bolton's last six games. Okay. A bit of a worry is Bolton have won four of the last six, and the last game against Doncaster they won three now. Did so, yeah. so they're doing okay. Was that, I think that was only the second picture of the season at uh, but, uh, not Burnham Park. They don't play there anymore, do they? Reebok. Reebok. Bloody Bolton, did they? No, they play in Orange. Orange. North Wigan. Yeah. Yeah, and as we know, our form's not too good at the moment. And again, well, uh, we're not too bad at all. I know the last three games at home we've lost, but but Tottenham, all that was in space of eight days. That yeah. is this a picture you look forward to every year, Mick, or uh, you know? Well, now we're back in championship. Well, now we're in the same division <laughs> as uh, as Bolton. It's definitely one of the, the fixtures you look for on your fixture list, isn't it? To see, oh, mm. when when do we play Noblot? Um, so yeah, of course you do. There are a lot more nearest rivals. There are, you know, the enemy. Aren't I, they? I remember. I remember the first time we played them. We got our record league crowd against Bolton. 
and they would put 1983 with 10.500 on yeah. at Springfield Park yeah they beat us 2-0 put 26,000 on at Springfield Park that was in the FA Cup back in the non-league days I think it was Borough actually no it was Wigan Athletic mm. <laughs> bow down to your superior yeah. knowledge of Wigan yeah. Athletic <laughs> no it's true mm, 1932 and all that we uh, you know we, we, we've got a, a, an history going back quite, quite a, a while playing against them and I think you know, it's usually uh, like they, they win here and we win up at their place, and it? it's one of them. It's a typical derby scenario. Well, it is. It's the derby thing, isn't it? Because uh, people you work with and people you, you know, you associate with, you know, you've got Bolton fans amongst them. Though. So, you know, it's bragging rights, isn't it? Because of the nearest uh, nearest club to us. You know, as you're coming down off the M58 up at Orange, you can actually see both stadiums. Yeah, well, Paul is up in uh, Bolton Territory, aren't you? Yeah. He was just a spit in a, I'm a, I'm a on the border. Yeah, fortunately, right side of border, but yeah, I'm right on the border. Gareth threatens uh, Bolton are coming back into a bit of form at the moment. We're picking up. We're about to say the table, Gareth. We're 14th on 22 points, and Bolton are 15th on 22 points. They've, they've played a game more than we have. Yeah. So, so we've well, managed one goal difference. Haven't what we're saying is we've been absolutely shit, and they're still below us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long way to go. <laughs> right, uh, Jack. I think we'll have some predictions for Sunday. Uh, we've got Bolton in town, as we've discussed. Are they a team that you look forward to seeing when we're in the same league? Or? Yeah, yeah, they're usually quite good games. I mean, I remember going to the um, <coughs> the game a couple of seasons back when we beat them 2 1 at the Reebok. That was uh-huh. a good game that was. It's quite ironic, actually, which is good. I mean, it's contrasting styles, Wigan passing it and falling hoofing it. I mean, surely we should have taken that. Surely Wheeling should have remembered that day and thought, hmm. Yeah, should have done. There we go. I don't think it was that funny, do you? It must be Bolton fans. <laughs> so, how do you see the score and result going on, on Sunday, Jack? I'm going to go with a new manager, Syndrome, 2 1 win. Brilliant stuff. Damn. Are you doing the heart versus head thing again? <laughs> I really don't know. I'd like to say that we'll win, but I think it's going to be a draw. A draw. So, one all for Dan Gareth. Would you see it? Well, cross my fingers. New manager, new start. <coughs> Two nil win. Mick, I think they're still going to be out to impress the new gaffer, and I think uh, it'll work. And I think we're going to win comfortably on uh, Sunday. You do. Three yeah. one again. Paul. Yeah, I fancy us to pick someone up. I'll be happy with a happy with a win. Um, I'll be happy just to walk away happy. Yeah. The last couple of games I haven't. So yeah. I, it was one of the strange things when Roberto was in charge. Quite often I'd walk away, even though we'd lost, thinking, "Well, I actually enjoyed that." Because you know we'd be we'd be like knocking on the door for the second half, but not quite pushing open. And you you walk away thinking, "Yeah, I've enjoyed that." And I, the last couple, particularly the last couple of games, I haven't enjoyed it. So hopefully get that back. But yeah, in terms of scoreline, two one. I think we'll get a draw himself. And with Gareth in a way, because they've hit him in the form, and, and, and all Dan's thinking is, is similar, isn't it? Um, I think it'll be a draw myself. But I, I'm hoping it's going to be a win. Hoping it's going to be a win. I really wonder how Mr. Whelan feels, because if you think back, you know, he, he, he saw him as his leading candidate for the job, picked him ahead of all the other big points. And he's made a monumental cock. It's not the first time, and I, the week before he sacked him, I put in my 12th man that 
when he appointed Chris Hutchins, he you know continuity, right man for the job, give him a chance, he, he, all the right things. As soon as he actually saw him working, he could, he can see through all the all the flannel. He says, the job you're doing isn't good enough. I don't care what you're talking about. The job you're doing isn't good enough. And he's just seen the same with Kyle. You know, I, if you listen to that first interview that Kyle gave, you can understand why he got the job. But then you just got to be thankful for the fact that Whelan can cut through that and say, right, actually, forget it, you're out, you're not going to do this. Do you think he took the cheap option with Kyle? I do. Do you think that's the time? It's an easy accusation to make. Um, I'm quite sure there would have been other people out of contracts who were available. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a very easy accusation to make. You look, you look at that interview, and he was fairly convincing. He was, he was giving a fairly convincing performance. So I, I don't have any doubt whatsoever that the finances came into it, but I also don't doubt that he would simply pick the cheap option. Do you think this time he's actually got the money wanted? Um, Possibly, because there's another thing, following the man is difficult. Following the man that, that, that started to screw it up and then you then bring it back onto an even keel is a lot easier than taking it from up there, FA Cup champions, onto a, an even keel. You know, if you've had somebody come in and do a bit of a disaster before you get the job, then it just makes your life a little bit easier. I think what surprised me was when Whelan said that um, I thought William had actually gone out and headhunted uh, Rosler, but he said Rosler actually applied for the job. Which again is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think it is very uh, interesting. Uh, there, there's a manager doing very, very well in this particular division, doing very, very well on the running screen, just about to be nominated as manager of the month for that particular division. Something to go elsewhere. Yeah, is that Whelan just trying to keep him down to size? Or avoid being sued? Something that uh, Rosley, yeah. something yeah, that Rosley kept bringing up in his press conference. He wanted to move back to the northwest because that's where his family is. Yeah, his lad, his lad plays for City Youth, don't well, he? Well, he's got he's got Who's it? Colin, Colin Rosler. It's a good German name, Colin, yeah. is it? Yeah, fine for his job. Yeah, I, I, I didn't Holy. think it was a bit. I was surprised at that that he actually applied for the job. But Whelan did say that he'd been following his career for, which again I thought was very interesting. Whelan said he follows all the young managers, doesn't he? Because he keeps his eye on them, obviously looking ahead, forward planning. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at all those managers, the good managers who we've had, the managers who've done well at Wigan and done well by Wigan Athletic as well, are all managers who've said he is a wonderful chairman. You know, people like Steve Bruce who, you know, had two spells with us. People like. Um, I tell you what, he's surprised on that one because one of the guys you'd probably turn around and say he wasn't would be Bruce Rioch. And Bruce Rioch's son, Gregor, yeah. has joined Blasics this, That's right, this yeah, week. That's right, he's the academy coach. the academy, yeah. 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 Do we worry this? So are we happy? Are we all happy? Are we, are we our Christmas? Drinky poos, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I'm quite tuned in now. I've got double whiskey. Gareth's just got me something he sent me over the edge. <laughs> so, and then can we get off them tables, Paul? <laughs> I don't know. So, I think Slade are going to come on in a moment. And I think before they do, we better do one. Do one. Do, do one. one. It's a good night from me. It's a good night from him.
Words in papers, words in books, words on TV, words for books, words of comfort, words of peace, words to make the fighting cease, words to tell you what to do. Words are working hard for you. Eat your words, but don't go hungry. Words have always nearly hung me. Like a certain person. 